We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We respectfully acknowledge elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Wine with Megan Mel. We're here to help beginners navigate the world of wine. I'm Mel and I'm a wine nerd, uh, but I'm not too sure about getting myself into the situation I've got myself into today because I'm letting Meg Brotman, master of wine, uh, quiz me. <laughs> well, you know how she, oh, not often, but sometimes throws in these wines that I'm supposed to identify and yeah, I love embarrasses testing you. me. And, <laughs> well, no, I'm never embarrassed. So yeah, um, it's, it's hard to do. So today... I just thought of it as a roundup of what mm. we've covered. So I was re-listening to all the podcasts, which my children thought was incredibly vain of me. Like, <laughs> Mom, <laughs> they're teenagers, so they, you know, they hate me at <laughs> the best of times. Um, so yes, today we are going to see what Mel has retained from oh, what God. we've discussed. I'm really nervous, um, but hey, look, before we get into it, Meg, what have you been drinking? So this week I had an amazing German Riesling um, mm. that I got from Dan Murphy's during my sort of splurge. It was a Feltz Trocken. Um, I can't remember the producer, but it was like 20 bucks. And when I say amazing, it wasn't like the most amazing Riesling you're going to taste but it yeah. had some complexity that yeah. beautiful acidity like that, for the price range it was exactly. ridiculous yeah so my expectations weren't high and i yeah. think that's always a thing when you buy wine you think oh if i spent like i did last week you know 130 dollars on a burgundy high expectations and it delivered this i had no expectations mm. it was quite phenolic and grippy but um we had it with we were having a stand-up pork roast and as you know that's my favourite food in the world, anything yep. porcine. Yeah. Um, and it was just a really lovely wine. I'm noticing a thing, Meg. I reckon every second week you say your wine you've been drinking has been a Riesling. Yeah, I drink like the other day I opened up the fridge and because Riesling bottles don't stack as well. Have you noticed in your wine fridge? Cause yeah, the because next. they're too long, yeah. So I opened up the fridge and I've got a whole sort of top mm. layer and the whole thing came crashing <gasps> forward onto me, and I'm standing there screaming out in, in not very polite language. <laughs> oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And then I realized how much Riesling I buy. What a way to go, though. Like, well, the thing is with Riesling, it's so. She was buried in Riesling. <laughs> you know, I found a Helms Riesling from Canberra. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, cool. Which I haven't cool. tried Canberra yet. does cool Riesling. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuna used to do like Riesling. Them. I found a Winds one. There was oh, wow. um, this German one, which is how. I ended up selecting it for dinner because it literally fell out to me. Then I've got Austrian Riesling. Yeah, Yeah, I just – it's the best white grape variety in the world. Yeah. No, it's pretty good. I'll back you on that. Uh, Fun fact. Fun fact is – this is for you, Mel. Did you know that a champagne or a sparkling wine cork Uh can exit a bottle at 80 kilometres per hour? Whoa. So – if you're around now <gasps> when she's savraging, that is fast. And I would like to do a film where we have a car doing 80. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. And you savraging to see. Oh, my God. Fun. I love that. That's ridiculous. That's really That's fast. That's huge. Yeah. But, but, like, this is the thing. Um, and, God, like, people in wine know this, but I've seen people open sparkling wine and it freaks me out. 
when people don't keep their hand over the bottle when they and oh my god (laughs) and um (laughs) when I was working in Toronto there was like this new managing director she's this really big deal she'd been brought in she was French but she'd be being brought in from Australia to like work in the Toronto office because she was so brilliant and everything and like she went to open up a bottle of um of sparkling and she took the cage off and then was just kind of like looking at it and pointing it at people and I got so freaked out I like shouted at her I was like oh my god put it down like put it down point it away from someone and everyone thought I was hilarious because I shouted at this new like (laughs) and did it pop or was she lucky she was lucky but I've seen it pop and it's happened to me it happens like you could literally kill someone you just you know, you take the cage off, you put your hand off and it yes. literally just pops straight into your hand and yes. a second later that could have been in your ceiling. Yeah. I've seen someone actually take out a light bulb. Oh, so today's safety message, keep your hand on top of the cork until yeah. it is safely been removed. And twist the bottle, not the cork. Twist the bottle, not the cork. Great, great messaging. Uh, okay, we're good. Oh, God, okay, I'm nervous. Okay, no, it's fine. I haven't gone back and re-listened or anything either. Yeah, no, but like I, I always give you hard ones, so you would be within your rights to. I've started off easy, okay, and then I'm going to get hard. So what we'll do is Meg's going to tell the question. She's going to give multiple choice answers. I'm actually going to give it a second before I answer. So when you're listening at home, you can see how you do as well. Okay, first question. And I'm starting this off very easily. Yep. True or false? Mel is a master of sabrage. <laughs> True. <laughs> we couldn't decide on that answer, but yes, we'll take that. <laughs> Yay, one for one. <laughs> okay, second question. Where is Retsina made? Turkey, Spain or Greece? This is one of my favourite episodes so far, so I'll happily say it was made in Greece. Second part of that question, Ooh. how is Retsina made? It's made from um, – this isn't multiple choice, Meg. This is what we agreed on. No, I know, but, but this is the – Okay, this is fine. It's made from You've got to drill pine. down into stuff. That's what, you know, current affair <laughs> investigators and reporters do. I've got serious journalism going on here. It's made from uh, the pine, from pine trees, from the pine sap. And when you made it, it was – they took it and they literally just put like a bunch of pine in the vat. Very true. And yeah. she, she obviously listens to me, which is a great thing. <laughs> Sangiovese is a variety native to Italy. Where in Italy is it most commonly grown? Piemonte, Tuscany, Abruzzo or Sicily? What was the second one you said? Tuscany. Oh, my God. I don't know. Where's Chianti? What are these? Can you go through the multiple choices again? Piedmont. Piedmont. Yeah. Tuscany. Yeah. Abruzzo or Sicily. Uh, yeah, because we know region by region. We know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Should I say Tuscany? You should. Yeah. Okay. If you don't want to embarrass yourself. She's savage. <laughs> so the region of Tuscany doesn't just have Chianti or Chianti okay. Classico in there. It has San Gimignano, it has Montepulciano, it yeah. has a range of, you know, Brunello. But um, Tuscany is the region okay. where most Sangiovese is planted. Okay, well good. done. I'm glad. They call it 
Tusk, Tuscanshire or something because so many British people that uh, Tony Blair and his wife moved there. Well, mm. b- bought a house there, so everyone in the UK kind of treated it as their summer home. Yeah. Um, we will go there together one day, Mel. Aww. It is fabulous. Can we please? Yes, we can eat really well. Okay. Which countries traditionally use the names Pinot Gris slash Pinot Grigio? Spain and Italy? Italy and France. Wait, sorry. Are, are we saying which countries traditionally use the names Pinot Gris? That's a pair. So Pinot Gris is one name used in one country. Yeah. And Pinot Grigio oh. is one name used in another country. Okay, so you're going to give me two countries in order. Pinot Gris first, Pinot Grigio second. Yes. Okay. Yeah, go. Spain and Italy. Yeah. Italy and France. Yeah. Spain and France. Yeah. France and Italy. So it was Pinot Gris was first. Yes. Pinot Grigio was second. Yeah, that was tricky there, wasn't it? So it would be (laughs) D, France and Italy. Yes. Where in France Uh is Pinot Gris traditionally grown? In Vouvray, Corton Chalamont. I'm making this up as I go along. Um, (laughs) Sancerre. Or Alsace. <laughs> well, look, you just admitted that you made up Sancerre, so I'm going to say Alsace. Okay, what is the great variety in Sancerre? Uh, Savion Blanc. Oh, look at you go. Okay. Which sparkling wine is made from Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Meunier? Prosecco, Cava, Champagne. I would like to say, and to see, please, champagne. Very well done. What is the grape variety of Prosecco? Glera. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at her go. I'm going to test you again. What grape variety is most planted in Champagne? Oh my god, I was is just it? I was just hoping you weren't going to ask me for the grape varieties of Cava then because I can actually because you could never remember them. What are the grape varieties oh. of Cava? I reckon Tori, Tori could answer this Cuello. question. We only did it last week. This, it rhymes with aloe. Yeah, you're close. Um, Zinam no no Zinamavro is grapes. <laughs> Um, and it's red. Shit, I used to know. <laughs> um, hang on. Jarello. Jarello. Pariata. Pariata. So think of. No, don't. Um, <laughs> Pariata and Macabeo. Macabeo. I used to know this. I just haven't had to say it in a long time. So, but you would be correct if you said Chardonnay and Pinot Noir because, as we know, more and more, mm. particularly in Penedès. Cava is made, and we actually converted you to Cava, didn't we, a little bit oh, in our podcast? No, I was always converted on Cava, but you converted me to cheap Cava, yeah. $13 Cava. I didn't know that was going to be any good, and that was That's sick. good. Yeah. True or false, Mel? Okay. A spoon in the top of an open bottle of sparkling <laughs> wine will keep the bubbles in. Look, I'm going to say false, but mum, if you're listening, don't listen to us. You do you. Okay, so my mum, Saturday was her 82nd birthday. Yeah. And again, it was, we couldn't go out to celebrate because of lockdown. So I dropped in a party pack of lovely foods, terrines, and all, a plowman's lunchy thing, and a bottle of Prosecco. Mm. Faye, my mum, 
opened the Prosecco at lunch. By the time we got to five o'clock for the Zoom call to celebrate her birthday, Faye was well into the bottle of Prosecco. And she said, I don't know if I can finish it. I said, I'll just put a spoon (laughs) in it. Anyway, the next morning, the next morning she texted me and she said, slept very well last night, <laughs> finished the Prosecco and we ordered her some Indian takeaway to have at home. So oh. she had a good night with the Prosecco. Oh my God, that's 82. awesome. Go oh Faye. God, I wonder where I get my her. jeans Shout from. out to Faye. Okay. Yeah. So what did you say? Spoon in the top, she said false. Yes. Anais means what? White blossom. Mm-hmm. Big bunched. Dry wine or little rascal? All right, I'm going to say little rascal. And why is it called little rascal? Because it's so freaking hard to grow. Well done. Thank you. Look, I listen. Okay. Vermentino is a grape grown in what country? Italy, Spain, Greece or Chile? I know this one because... I drank a bottle last night. That's why I had weird dreams. Um, the- <laughs> was it the round table one? What was it called? Uh, no, I had a bottle of Adrian, um, our trip winemaker, Santolin. He had some Vermentino lying around, so I took one home and I, I got through the whole thing. Okay. Um, Italy. And I know he's Italian, so I'll say Italy. Okay. What part of Italy Oof. is Vermentino most grown in? Okay. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to guess it's because it has that like really nice acidity. I assume it can't be anywhere too hot. So maybe like Piedmont? Opposite. It loves the heat. Sardinia. Ah, bugger. Yeah, well. What is it called in France? Ooh. I don't know. Shall I give you some options? i got to think of some. Um. Is it called Viognier? Mm. Is it called Macabo? Or is it called Roll? Macabo? Roll. Roll. Yeah. I so didn't know that. in the south of France and it's called Roll. Oh my God, R-O-L-L-E. I didn't know that. R-O-L-L-E. Huh. Oh, look, I'm learning. It was in the podcast. Was it? On Vermentino. Ooh, yeah. She oops. obviously doesn't listen to her own things. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what is Shiraz called in France? Jurass, Petit Fudo, Syrah or Malbec? Syrah. Yes. Anyone could get that. Where is it grown in France? Is it grown most commonly yeah. in the Languedoc, Bordeaux, the Rhone, Northern Rhone or Burgundy? Uh, it's Rhone. I'm, okay. pretty, I'm okay at my French regions. Okay. I stuff up everything else, but I'm okay at France. We'll test that. Which right. appellation <laughs> in the Northern Rhone is the only appellation where the wine must be 100% Syrah? Uh, Crozemitage? No, it starts with C, confusing. Cornas. Oh, Cornas. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The other two can use... Fermentino. Oh, Fermentino. Oh, Viognier. Viognier and Roussan. And what's it um, Massan, Massan. Your favourite grape variety. I do love Massan. Uh, okay. Um, All right. True or false, mm. vegan wine is better for you. 
<laughs> Both. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just doesn't have animal yeah. protein in it. Circle back to the vegan episode if you'd okay. like more information on that. <laughs> Is Judith Smiles a master of wine? A, yes. B, no. C, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to go with absolutely not. We checked it. <laughs> Although I did send you a thing. She posted the she's other posted, day. She exists. Yeah. Yeah, she's just not necessarily got that title. Okay. What are the best three? <laughs> she's comparable to me as a master of Sabrash. <laughs> I think you're more real, darling. What are the best three regions for Cabernet Sauvignon in Australia? Hunt, oh, cool. Hunter Valley, Mornington Peninsula and Margaret River. Yarra Valley, Coonawarra and Margaret River, Clare Valley, Barossa Valley and McLaren Vale. It's funny because, like, I know the objective answer, but I feel like you might get pushback because you're talking objectively. Exactly. And it is a really tricky question, but I have based these on our opinions in the podcast. Okay. So that may give you a Okay. Bit of if that is the case, um, whatever you said second, what was it? Margaret River, Yarra Valley and Coonawarra? Yeah. Yeah. That said, Clare Valley does produce some yeah. beautiful Cabernets. Barossa Valley produces Cabernet not to my style. I don't know uh, what you think of Barossa Valley no, Cabernet. A bit much. Um, and McLaren Vale, again, they do produce some nice ones, but they're very earthy and yeah. not my style. Okay. In which country is there a wine fountain? That was Italy. Yes. Yeah. Your options were Italy, France, Spain, or Germany. Yeah, no, I remember that. God, you know me. I'm I She I, remembers that. Yeah, I anything that's like a fun and novelty and tacky, I will remember. Okay. <laughs> Not the actual specific technical things. Okay, this is a really hard question. Okay. So listen carefully. Right, what is Meg's favourite meat? A <laughs> pork. Uh-huh. B pork. Uh-huh. Or C pork. Okay, this is tough. <laughs> I know. But Think hard. Listen to the question. I am thinking back to the time we did a virtual tasting live and we had like twenty screens oh, going of like life. of like full people out there. And Meg told us about Killing the, the pigs, our pigs that she keeps as pets and raises them and she gives them like names and stuff and then she just like eats them. I don't keep them as pets, I keep I, them as livestock. Like, I fully freaked out on like on this live video. She did. Like I was just shocked. I had no words. I was like, Are you freaking kidding me, mate? I'm not sure if Tori was here then. No, no. Tori wasn't here then. I've scarred her for You life. really have. You told me, but you gave them names. They're pets. If you give them names, they're pets. You call them bacon and things. It was like, it was so crude. Bacon, ham and prosciutto for their names. So, I mean, seriously. Any vegans. (laughs) Destiny. Any vegan (laughs) listeners we have from that one episode, we're like, yeah, let's let's like cut into that niche. Vegans will love us. They're all gone. We just lost them. (laughs) Although I've got to say, I've just been looking at all the the winemaking and a lot of our reds are now vegan. So watch this space for vegan wine. We are making a conscious effort. I'm not vegan. No. I, ki- I kill pigs. Oh, my God. We know. But um, <laughs> we try and make vegan wine. Yes. <laughs> They've had a good life. They eat all the figs before they die. They're fabulous. 
Okay. <laughs> Tori's dying. What is <laughs> the most planted grape variety in the world? Oh, Chardonnay. Yeah. Pinot Noir. Uh huh. Shiraz or Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, it's Chardonnay. No. Oh shit! Really? Is it Shiraz? No. No, it's Cab Sauvignon. <laughs> Damn it! I knew that. I knew that. It's the king of grapes. It is the king of grapes. Oh, I'm really sad I got that wrong. (laughs) What's interesting is that China now has the most plantings of Cabernet Sauvignon of anywhere in the world. No. Yep. (gasps) Are they quietly going to just like take over the whole wine market? Possibly. I mean, you know, China's a massive landmass and they would have some great terroir. Mm. I don't necessarily know that they've found them yet, but um, watch this space. But. You know, we we know that the best Cabernet comes from the Yarra, yes. Margaret River, and Coonawarra. Absolutely, and there's some made in Bordeaux. Apparently, <laughs> but actually, um, Bulgarian in oh, Italy yeah. makes fabulous, but very, very, very expensive. God. So they're my questions for you, Mel. You've done pretty well. I've yeah, I say. thought I did pretty well. I hope our listeners went along and listened. I tried to base it on all our podcasts. I'd really like to know how you all went. So if you mind sending us a message on our Instagram, we'd really love to hear. We can actually post the quiz. I've actually added a few things oh, into it. Oh, that's fun, actually. And then because I, I haven't put the answers on here. Um, yeah. And you can, you know, just test yourselves. And if you win, you, know, <laughs> you get 100% to have a glass of bubbly on us. Yeah. <laughs> on us. But you can pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> But we give you permission to do it guilt-free. And we'll be there in spirit. Yeah. No, I, I think I a guilt-free pass to have a glass of bubbly and spend the money on something nice. I think you deserve that. I never have guilt when I'm drinking bubbly, seriously. The mm. other night we were sitting there and I got some oysters and mm. I said to Pete, you know, do we, is it a champagne oyster night or where are we? And he said, no, it's not champagne. So we had a um, Blanquette de Limo from mm. Saint-Hilaire Winery because the oysters weren't that great. Yeah. They did not warrant champagne. Oh, I was that's a bit disappointed. sad. Yeah, that is sad. And the champagne reserves really deplete during. I would drink champagne every day if I could. Lily Bollinger, like my daughter. Free day. Drink it morning, noon, and night. Drink it when I'm thirsty, oh when God. I'm hungry. Apart from that, I don't touch the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, everyone at home, we have a request to ask from you. Um, we do this podcast. We love doing it. We are currently not um, doing any ads, so you know we've got Scott to do a cheeky one at the end the other day. But for the most part, we don't infiltrate your ears with uh, advertising. But to help us keep doing this, it would be awesome if we could just get some reviews. So if you're listening on Apple, um, that's probably the main one. If you're able to just put up a review after you finish listening, um, it would really help us out and help other people find us. And uh, can I just add topics, things that people are interested in? Because we often talk amongst ourselves. So it would be actually nice to have what? Oh, my God, yeah. Tell us what you want. Yeah. And, you know, we have a few regulars who will message the Instagram and tell us thanks for the episode or I tried this and it was really good or whatever. We freaking love that. <laughs> like keep yeah, that definitely. up. We just love the feedback and it, it really helps us kind of shape these as well because these are for you. Um, we just kind of want to talk about what. No, they're not. We just like <laughs> drinking really interesting <laughs> <wine>. <laughs> 
No, they are. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's all about it's you. It's all but about also, you. you know, <laughs> it, would, it would help if you gave us some direction. But I would like to know what people feel that they need to know because I'm constantly amazed at how much people know and then I'm constantly amazed yeah. at how little they know. Yes. And it, the gaps don't seem to no. fit into my preconceived idea of where they should be. Yeah, and actually that is true. Um, we kind of when we started out we were like, oh, we'll do it for beginners, but we found a lot of the listeners maybe wouldn't describe themselves as beginners. So tell oh, us. I think, yeah, hopefully yeah, there's, we're at two, there's a bit of, couple of levels. There's a, there's a few levels in there, but we're really keen to find out more about you. So definitely shoot us a message on Instagram. We'd absolutely love it. Uh, we're at Wine with Megan Mel. But um, we'll be back with you next week. And in the meantime, enjoy your next glass of wine. Drink well. <laughs>